0: Stay Inspired on the Go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran.
1: Good evening and a warm welcome to another matriculation of Springboard, your virtual university. This broadcast is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy, the number one choice for world-class corporate training and your superstation Joy 99.7 FM. It is sponsored by the kind Ketsy of MTN, the nation's number one network, and EcoBank, the Pan-African bank. Springboard is committed to equipping a new generation of African leaders and executives using the vehicle of human capital development. My name is Albert Okran. And from now till you graduate at 8pm, your personal value is bound to shoot up. Tonight, as promised, I start a special series that brings you a virtual roadshow experience on the wings of technology. Call it the armchair roadshow if you like or if you prefer it. Say you are going global from the comfort of your home. Because from now till the end of March, you can literally enjoy all the big presentations on the roadshow right in the comfort of your home every single week we will bring you three segments the roadshow diaries will capture the activities of the roadshow in the past week there will be one key message from one of our speakers and then we'll end with a preview of the roadshow on the next week called the roadshow agenda so it's the roadshow diaries the roadshow key message and the roadshow agenda and it's all happening right here on your virtual university So let's go straight to our roadshow diaries for the day. And it's brought to you from 709 kilometers away in the beautiful haven of Bolgatanga in the Upper East Region. It is powered by my virtual academic board comprising the Registrar Comfort Okran with Matthew and ignatius coordinating from two ends of the country matthew in bulga and ignatius in the studios of joy 99.7 FM. It's all about bringing you a virtual experience of the 2013 springboard road show so far we've done two cities with eight more to go over the next five weeks and the next major st- stop after the convocation last week was at the Fountain Gate Chapel in Bolgatanga yesterday under the auspices of Reverend Eastwood Annaba and his wife Rosemond Chief, if you are listening tonight by any chance on your Malt TV Digibox, respects to you and your congregation and all the people of Bulga for your gracious hospitality. The event was packed, the messages were powerful, the audience was enthralled and of course all the MTN Wild moments and the Virgin Atlantic giveaways and all the sponsor blessings were there. And they were all very high points in what was an amazing experience yesterday in Tanga. A special appreciation to Paul Adumatri of Good Evening Ghana, Ivan Averire of Ghana Life Insurance Company and George Addison of Star Life Assurance who joined Comfort and I for a great time yesterday at Bulgatanga. In the course of last week, specifically on Thursday, we had some exciting minor interventions on what we call the SEED Project, which is an entrepreneurial development model for small groups, small groups, raising entrepreneurs from small groups, and that took us even further because we went about 820 kilometers from Accra to the University of Development Studies in Navrongo and to Navrongo Secondary School. And that's it for our Springboard Diaries for the day so that's what we've been up to on the roadshow over the past week or so at this point i invite you to sign up to receive our daily selection of inspirational quotes on your mtn phone by texting the word springboard to short code 1983 springboard to 1983. did it ever cross your mind that at five ghana pursuits a day this sms service costs only 18 cities for the whole year It's an investment that keeps on giving and as you probably know by now inspiration is priceless our quote for today is from mother Teresa, who says if you judge people you have no time to love them if you judge people you have no time to love them it is difficult to love somebody who you are always criticizing and so for all of us who work with people either in the workplace in the political space wherever we find ourselves if you want to really love people don't point your your guns of judgment perpetually at them you want to send springboard the word springboard to 1983 right now and check out the experience and you'll be glad you did tonight our key message on the virtual university will be the keynote address delivered at the convocation by dr mensal on thinking outside your immediate environment but before I bring it, let me remind you that Springboard is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy, your preferred choice for world-class corporate training and your support station during 99.7 FM. Your Virtual Invest is proudly sponsored by two award-winning companies. MTN is the nation's number one network with over 11 million subscribers and counting, and Ecobank is the Pan-African Bank. We also receive media support from the Business and Financial Times, where you will find an article tomorrow on Mobilizing resources to achieve your dream and of course our technology partner is dream Mm Oval. so talking about mtn you can buy your tickets to the springboard roadshow from mtn via mtn mobile money whilst we've given you outlets for buying the tickets the most convenient way to buy the tickets are in the comfort of your home via mtn mobile money just check out springboard.com.gh and you will find a step by step guide to how to get your tickets to each springboard venue via mobile money. be reminded also that the mobile the ticket costs fifteen Ghana cities in all the regions and you can get it via mobile money. Call zero two four quadruple nine, triple five for directions about how to use mobile money to buy your tickets to springboard ratio at any city. i'll take a minute to bring you a couple of messages from our sponsors, and when I return. We go straight to our key message with Dr. Mensah Otable. Please don't go away. It's time
2: to go global.
1: Think big. act big. Live big. And please don't be afraid of anything. There's nothing to fear.
2: Call 0249-999-555 for details of the Springboard 2013 Roadshow. thinking outside your immediate environment or thinking globally. Um, It's one of the challenges we have in our part of the world about how to reach to the rest of the world, how to do things that have worldwide impact. You're always going to have the challenge At various levels. If you're an African, you are going to be dealing with huge global limitations. Part of it is discrimination. If you have a dark skin anywhere in the world, people are going to underestimate you before they even have the chance to evaluate you. So when you're a black person, you're always fighting from behind. Although we have a black man in the White House, it hasn't changed that notion very much. So for every African, every black person anywhere in the world, you fight extra hard just to get what other people have easily. You need to prove yourself uh, to have intelligence before you are credited with intelligence. Whereas, uh, if somebody was from a British or a French man or a white American, uh, people would assume that they are smart, even if they are not smart. Uh, in, in our part of the world, if somebody was a white man and walked through most of the streets of Ghana, uh, he would have access to great opportunity even when he has not done anything. The children will beg for money from him. The adults will look up to him. And when he sits at a meeting, people will assume that his opinions are superior. However, if you are a black person, you suffer great disadvantage. So, just being black has its own limitations that we have to fight. The location of our country, Ghana, and in Africa itself geographically has A lot of limitations. What people forget is that much of Africa is desert. Much of it is dry. We have very unpredictable rainfall patterns. The geography of our continent doesn't help us much in so many of the things we want to do. So these are things beyond us. You can't do much about your skin color, and you cannot change the the position of Ghana. You can't move Ghana from here and go and put it somewhere in Switzerland. Uh, it wouldn't work. Ghana is Ghana where it is. Nigeria is Nigeria where it is. These are things you can't do much about. Apart from that, we have continental challenges. Our continent uh, is the home of the poorest countries in the world. Uh, West Africa is home to some of the poorest countries in the world. Um, I read somewhere that of the five poorest countries in the world, four of them are located in West Africa. So you are neighbor to people who have nothing. Now, when your neighbors have nothing and you need something, you have no one to go to for something because they have nothing. Uh, So at the continental level, not just our country, but the surrounding countries, have a lot of challenges. Our African Union, uh, which changed its name from Organization of African Unity to African Union, I really don't understand the change of name, but it happened. Uh, we became uh, AU and moved the O from the OAU, uh, but still has remained where it was. Uh, very little happens at the AU. It seems almost every time they meet they are trying to wait for everybody to come along to get something done. Because Africans somehow think that for something to be done, everybody must be part of it. And when we have to strike out on our own, we find it very difficult to do that. So you find that uh, most of our nations are not doing well because they are waiting for the AU to work, they are waiting for the ECOWAS to work, and we're waiting for something to work before we work. So when you are a citizen... Of this continent, you almost always find yourself waiting for something to happen before you step out. That's a challenge. At the national level, for those of us in Ghana, we have serious problems. I know if you ask Ghanaians what the serious problems are, uh, we would rattle off a litany of serious problems. Uh, However, I, I think from my point of view... Uh, There are three major problems that if we don't fix, we can't set the stage for our citizens to play on the global level. The first one is national identity. For some reason, we don't have identity for Ghanaians. We've tried national identity. You know, I don't know about you, but I was counted, and my picture was ticking, and um, I still haven't seen the card. So I I don't know what they did with my picture and, and all the information somebody came to collect from me. But when you have a nation where you can't even identify the people, it creates serious problems for business and so on. I'm going to touch on that very soon. So national identity is very important. And unfortunately, in the last election, I didn't hear anybody talk about national identity. It seems trivial, but it's so critical to where we, if we want to be a a global player. Second is house address. House address. We make fun of it, but you know, it's very difficult to locate a Ghanaian. First, he has no identity. And second, you can't tell where he stays. Now, if you have a country of people whom you can't identify by name and cannot locate by residence, you don't have citizens. You have people, but you can't deploy them for any meaningful endeavor. You can't tax them effectively. You can't rally them for any major work. So, national identity, house address. The third major problem we face In Ghana is land management. Land management. Uh, Anybody who's bought land in Ghana will tell you you have to buy it at least when you're going to buy land uh, and they tell you it's going to cost you uh, 5,000 per plot or 10,000 per plot, just put 20,000 down. Because you will pay one and pay another tribe and pay another family. And, and pay everybody, uh, and then go to Lands Commission and continue the payment. So, uh, by the time you buy your land, you've paid for it four times. What has all this got to do with growth? You know, you know the reason why interest rates are very high in Ghana, although inflation is very low, because the risk for doing business here is very high for the banks. And why is it very high? Because they don't know the people. And they can't locate where the people live. And when somebody brings a property for collateral, you can't trust it. So the banks have to hedge. And they have to charge you twice. Knowing that something will go wrong. And so we all pay for the inefficiencies of the society. If we want to do global business, these three basic problems should be fixed. If they are not fixed, we can build nice roads and nice buildings and nice houses and and build all kinds of fanciful things, but the root, the foundation of it is weak. You go to many countries and you find interest rates for banks are very, very affordable. They are doing 4%, 6%. 10%. I'm talking about African countries. And you come to Ghana and you're blessed if you get 25%. People are borrowing to do business at the rate of 5% per month through microfinancing schemes. 5% per month, that is 60%. How much profit can you make to service a 60% loan facility? And so why are we paying all these high loans? Because we have no national identity. You don't know anybody. And you can't identify anybody. You don't know where anybody stays. If he tells you I stay here, uh, you, you can guarantee it. Uh, and, and if he gives any property, you can trust it. So everything is very expensive. As a result of that, although the Ghanaian economy seems to be growing, and we all appreciate all the great things happening in our country and the beautiful places we can identify. Although all of that is happening, you find out that the cost of doing business in Ghana is extremely high. Extremely high. It takes about three times the amount to construct a one kilometer road in Ghana than in some of our neighboring countries in West Africa. I'm not even talking about Europe and other places in West Africa. So, if we construct one kilometer road in Ghana, in other African countries, the same amount will construct three kilometers of road. The question we have to ask ourselves is why is it so hard? To do business here why should it be so hard for a young person who starts business to succeed it's so hard because the cost for doing business is very very high so at the national level you find that we have problems to deal with for young people who want to start business at the continental level we have problems at the global level we have problems Then at the personal level, we have problems too. We have, I believe, developed over a long period of time a slow way of doing things. So generally, uh, I'm not sure whether the sun, the heat of the sun, has any contribution to it. Maybe the sun is so hot, we sweat so much, so we want to conserve energy, so we move slowly. It could be. The sun is so hot, if you move too fast, you sweat. You burn too much calories. Living in Ghana is like living in a sauna. So, you know, you're burning energy. So maybe because of that, we are slow. But the world stage functions on speed. So if you have developed a response to life that is very slow and you're competing with people who are very fast, you're always going to be behind. So if we're going to compete globally at the personal level, we have to accelerate our decision-making process, our reaction time, and, and our speed of thought and action. So if somebody has a job that should take one hour to do, it shouldn't take one week to do it. Because if you do that, you're wasting a lot of time. So speed is going to be required. The other thing that I think at the personal level needs some change is the thinking, the scale of our thinking. When I say scale, I'm talking about the size of our thinking. You know, one of the things that have fascinated me uh, is, in the last few years is something called fast food in Ghana and our young people like fast food i'm sure these st john students like fast food and normally when we talk about fast food we are talking about uh what is fast food what are we talking about fried rice and chicken and uh, you know these days uh, i've seen kentucky fried chicken has also shown up in ghana uh, and, uh, you know, we talk about all these fast food and, 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 you know, people go outside Ghana, they want to eat a McDonald's, you know, fast McDonald's or a hot dog and so on and so forth. But, you know, we, we've had fast food in Ghana all our lives, as, as far as I'm concerned. When I, I grew up on fast food, it was called Gari. Yokogare is fast food. Wache is fast food. Kinky and fish is fast food. Ekwikbimi is fast food. Koku and kose is fast food. What is fast food? Food that you get fast. That's all. But why don't we see that? Because the scale has remained the same. The same way we do yokogari. And, and the way we do wache has remained on the same scale. Once somebody goes, boils some beans, gets a pan and, and collects the beans, puts it in a pan, sits down and, and, and gets some rice or gets some gari here and gets some oil. And this, since I was a kid, and I was a kid quite some time ago before some of you were born, uh, the way Yoke gari was sold, the scale of it is still the same. I haven't seen anybody yet been able to take this on a higher scale, mass produce it, franchise it, and take it all over the country and export it all over the world. After all, we eat the Chinese food in Ghana. Can't the Chinese eat Ghanaian food? They can if the scale can go up. Now, Why is it that we keep things at the level we are? There is something called the thinking of smallness, smallness. Everybody says smallness. Most times I like to call it village mentality. But village mentality I don't think does justice to it. It's smallness, smallness. Think small, act small, believe small, and do small. When you have a mindset of smallness, you are easily satisfied. You are easily happy. But if you're doing business which thrives on competition, then smallness can become sometimes a liability. There are times when smallness can be beautiful. But in the business environment, smallness is not always smart. Because if you remain small, somebody will grow big and swallow you up and take you over. Smallness. Smallness sometimes has its appeal. When you think small, we do think small. We somehow feel safe and secure. So smallness gives a lot of security if you talk to the average person, maybe some of the young people here, what they want to do in future, and they start telling you what they want to do in future, you would find they will express ideas, I want to do this, and I want to do that, and I want to do that, and I have come to notice that that question is answered differently in different parts of Ghana, depending on several socio-cultural uh, factors, but you find that the average person is not really thinking about something that will change the world, but he's thinking about something that will probably change his life and maybe change his family's life and his friend's life. But he's not thinking about a global idea, something that will hit the rest of the world. Smallness has its appeal but it can be a major problem. When you have smallness, you are easily seducted by your success. I remember when I was a kid, I grew up in a particular uh, town or, or city, I think it's a city in Ghana, I wouldn't mention the name, uh, but this was years ago in the '60s, and this man, who was in our neighborhood, uh, won the lottery, won lotto. And uh, I'm not sure what the amount was. We didn't ask him, but everybody knew he had won lotto. And the man went to he didn't buy a vehicle, but he went to hire a vehicle. And bought several crates of beer in the vehicle. It was open top. And he opened the crates of beer. He had one bottle of beer in the right hand and the other in the left hand. And he was pouring it all over the streets as the vehicle was going. And when the, the, the beer finishes, he just picks another bottle and pours it. And his, his language was, I used to be a poor man. I didn't used to have anything, but look at me now, I'm rich, and I can pour beer on the street. Now, the reason he did that was because his mind was small. Why? Because the amount, and I'm not sure it was a big amount, blew his mind so much, he had no usage for the money except to use it that way. That is an extreme case. But it also shows what happens when you have a small mind. When you have small mind, big things blow your mind. Big things blow your mind. So let me ask you a question. The young people here from St. John's and other people, somebody just won a ticket to London. What would you do if somebody gave you today a million dollars? Somebody would say, hey, million. Are you sure million? Yeah, yeah. What would you do? If you honestly consider it, most of us would not know what to do. Because most of the things you have dreamt about in life, by the time you spend 10,000 of that one million, all your dreams have been fulfilled. (laughs) It's called smallness. You know, when I was young, I had great dreams. And part of my dream was that when I start working, i would, I would eat what we call gary soakings, you know gary soakings with one tin of milk. It was a dream which I fulfilled, but you know because when when we were young you know when when we we're going to take milk you know I, My mother was the sharer of milk in our home, and she the milk tin. You know, they they punch a hole on one end, punch a hole on the other end, and you bring your teaspoon. And she pours. It's full, and you turn it two. That's it. It it colors and makes whatever you are drinking a bit whitish, but you can't taste milk. So my life dream was to grow up. And drink one tin of milk on Gary which I fulfilled by the way strangely I don't drink milk now because I realized that dream although I thought it was a big dream it was a small dream but there are people who still can't improve on their childhood dream so their dream of drinking milk remains the same so when wealth comes After they've drunk their milk, the rest, they have nothing to do with it. And that's why in Ghana, most people who go up, the rest of the money, they're going to chase girls with it because they have no plan for the money. If you had planned for the money, you would not let a 16-year-old spend your hard-earned money, which you can invest to do something great and something significant. Why do people do that? It's not that they like women. It's because their brain is small. Their ideas are small. They are small time thinkers. And the amount of money they have received far exceeded every dream they have had in life. And the dreams have already been fulfilled. One of my other dreams was to eat one bar of chocolate. full. I had great dreams when I was a child. Great dreams. And I'll never forget when I started working. And I bought one chocolate. Golden tree chocolate. And uh, you didn't have to break the rectangles. One. No, no, no. I bought the whole thing. And I ate the whole thing. Vision accomplished. I have drunk my one tin of milk. I have... Eating my one chocolate. I had another dream too. To stand in front of the kebab seller and just eat the kebab until I was satisfied. Which was also fulfilled. But then, after you have fulfilled all those, you realize. Those were childish dreams. Now you become an adult. What new ideas do you have? Beyond eating. What are the ideas? Can you imagine what will happen if somebody had such a childish dream and doesn't change it, rises through the ranks, becomes a government official or some big man somewhere? how their lives will be lived. When you think small, you are easily satisfied. So, to play on the world stage, some things have to change. They have to change at a big level. Globally, we have to do something about our corporate image. The black people don't matter much. And we have to make an effort, deliberate effort, to change that impression. It doesn't have to be one man's effort. It has to be all of us, as Africans, as black people. Making sure that wherever we go, we are not just representing ourselves, we are representing a race of people who for hundreds of years have been looked down on. And our aim should be, let us not reinforce that image. If they think you are not smart, be smart. If they think you can't think, think. If they think you can't plan, plan. If they think you are lazy, work extra hard. Because you're not just doing it for yourself, you're doing it to erase centuries of discrimination against people with your skin pigmentation. Until we are able to do that, we're always going to work extra hard just to achieve average success. Because the world will always deal with us from afar. At the continental level, we have to do some things differently. This is my personal view. I don't think Africans need the AU, and I don't even think we need ECOWAS. I think African nations should take their destinies into their own hands and build viable nations. It is when viable nations join with other viable nations that the synergy becomes powerful. But when weak nations join their weaknesses together, they don't become stronger. They become weaker and more porous and more easy and prone to destruction. We should focus on building strong nations and then strong continent just trying to build a strong continent will not work. And I think that we as citizens must help our nations to see things from that perspective. At the national level, I believe that there are things that need to happen in this country to create the infrastructure for the average person to succeed. If you got the idea of Facebook in Ghana, could you have built a global business with facebook if you got the ad idea of an ipad could you have done it would your product have gone all over the world if you had a great fashion idea would you become a jojo amani would you can your business transcend the africanness that has become the label it can but the challenge is far more than somebody who is starting already with all the advantages. At the personal level, we have to start to think beyond childish dreams and start thinking about making a significant contribution to our world. It is more than building a house, eating good food, wearing good clothes. It is how you're going to leave a legacy that the world will remember way after you have gone. I believe that our generation of Africans can make a significant contribution. We can compete with the rest of the world, and we can hold our head very high. For the young people who are here, who... Dream big dreams. Your dreams will be challenged. Your dreams will come against obstacles. Some of the obstacles will be obstacles in our society. Sometimes it will be the whole system fighting you. Sometimes it will be people you know fighting you. But if you believe in your dreams strong and well enough push it, and make it work. So that the next time when we talk about brands to come and support Springboard, beside MTN, we will have your initials somewhere. Representing a company which has become global. That when we Read about great people. We will not just talk about Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. The world will talk about you too. And me too. But that journey is going to be traveled intentionally. We have to choose to go that journey. We have to work extra hard. We have to put in a lot of work. A lot of work. And if we can do that, we can build that future That we so desire. I wish you the best uh, throughout the Springboard Festival and the rest of the towns and cities that will be uh, visited to all the young men and women who will come to listen. I pray that something will be ignited in everybody's heart but they wouldn't just get excited that when they leave Springboard something will happen that will have global consequences that will change their life and their generation forever. God bless you and enjoy the rest of the program.
1: Welcome back to Springboard, your virtual university. Those were the thoughts of Dr. Mensah Otabel on thinking outside your immediate environment. And this is a message you want to listen to over and over and over again. You can get your own copies of this as well as other messages delivered at the convocation, on a specially packaged MP3 collection of the springboard 2013 roadshow convocation at 10 Ghana Cities from Alter Bookshop, the front desk of Joy FM, or call 024 quadruple 555 and you can also join the discussion right away on social media. It's facebook.com forward slash legacy.legacy. So if it's it's about national identity, locational addresses, speed of execution, the deployment of technology, or even local fast food, let's talk, let's debate, let's engage, let's think through the issues, and let's move forward as a people. I'll take a brief musical break right now and play the song Emre from Pastor Josh Lai. Indeed. There is time for everyone, and this time it's the time for Ghana and Africa to go global. If you just tuned in earlier on, we played the voice of Dr. Mensa Otabo sharing on thinking outside your immediate environment at the Springboard convocation. We've also shared our Springboard Diaries for the past week. And it's now time for our springboard agenda that captures our plans for the next week. And this week, the roadshow moves to Tamale Radach Memorial Hall. And we'll be joined, comfort tonight, by Emmanuel day of the Future Leaders Group, Charles Sum of Golden Future Promotions, and George Addison, CEO of Star Life Insurance Company. And they'll be joining us from 5pm till 9pm this Tuesday, the 5th of February, at the Radach Memorial Hall. And if you're listening from the beautiful city of WA, my favorite city in all of Ghana, you will have your turn on Saturday the 9th of February at the Auditorium of the WA Secondary Technical School from 9 a.m. till 2 p.m. And Comfort and I will be joined by Dr. AC Ansar of Axis Human Capital and Legal Practitioner Kizito Beyo make a date with us in WA on Saturday the 9th of February. Every other student will have your turn right afterwards because the road show moves on to Nyani Polytechnic on, on Tuesday, the 12th of February, to Kufiridia Jesus Temple ICGC on Saturday, the 16th of February. Takwadi will have a turn on the 20th of February, and that is a Wednesday at the Takwadi Polytechnic Auditorium. In Cape Coast, we'll visit the Cape Coast University on Saturday, the 23rd of February and then the roadshow will cross over to the Volta regional capital of Ho on the 2nd of March. Of course, the grand finale, the big one itself, will be at the CCC in Kumasi behind the tech police station on Saturday the 9th of March and speakers for that one, Archbishop Charles Gabriel Palma KSM uncle james abel white and of course cynthia lumo of MTN and joining comfort and i for that finale the rate is 15 ghana cities in all the regions and of course you can call 024-9999-555 or visit springboard.com.gh for details let me give you some information from the knowledge center of legacy and legacy and as you know that is a center for training professionals executives And managers of organizations and so the next session in our corporate training series is public speaking and corporate presentation skills if you've always wanted to be able to communicate clearly and confidently with big audiences this is your chance for a two-day intensive coaching and for the part i love coaching and practical session it would also equip managers to prepare speeches and sales presentations and deliver to potential clients and stakeholders. I personally once saw a manager collapse on a podium from stage fright. If you are a corporate executive, a manager, a public servant, a politician, or a pastor and require help, please don't push your challenges under the carpet. If it is about public speaking, corporate presentation skills, or speeches, make a date at Knowledge Center on Wednesday 27th and Thursday 28th of february two days of intensive coaching and training the last two days of february from 9 a.m till 4 p.m and the knowledge center is located on the natsworth university road just behind the Mansfield grand hotel at east legon you will see the directional signs all the way there call 0244 359393 and you will enjoy a five percent discount if you are a group. Of five or more registering for this particular module the rate is 460 ghana cds only let me remind you of today's quote for the for the day which is from mother Teresa, who says if you judge people you have no time to love them if you judge people you have no time to love them coming up next is a walk with jesus which will inspire you challenge you and lift you up Springboard has been put together by Legacy and Legacy, your preferred choice for world-class corporate training, and your Superstation Joy 99.7 FM. This special broadcast has been brought to you from Bolgatanga in the Upper East Region. It has featured our Springboard Diaries, our key message for the day from Dr. Mensal Table, and we will also share with you our Springboard Agenda for the next week. We proudly sponsored by MTN Ghana's number one network and Echo Bank, the Pan African Bank. Next week, the broadcast will come to you from 701 kilometers away from Accra, in the golden city of Wa. Till so we come your way again, keep the faith and remain blessed. God bless you, God bless you and God bless you. Good night.
0: Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone. An inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-249999000.